welcome to, I think this is called the Your Day, Week, Month, Year podcast. I think I'm your host for this episode, Arjuna Gonzalez. Yeah, so Evan asked me to contribute an episode or episodes for this, so here I am. And the game that I'm playing is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I'm playing on PC. Oh, and by the way, listeners, in the info sheet that Evan gave me, there's a sentence here that goes, the game is referencing the game you are reviewing, not the game which you just lost. So if Evan's going to pull that one on me, I might as well pull it on all of you. (laughs) So I got a couple of questions here, and let's just get right to it. So when am I recording? It is about 11 p.m. on January 7th, 2019. Steam says that I've been playing GTA for... Yeah, about six hours, which is probably more than enough that I need for the first day of playing episode. But I just wanted to make sure that I had, you know, gone through a good number of the missions, and so I had a basic introductory idea of what I was doing. Um, what does your overall... what's What does the current overall opinion of the game seem to be? The current overall opinion of the game seem to be. Evan, are you listening to this? Do you mean people in general's current overall opinion, or my current overall opinion. Well, I think GTA San Andreas is considered like one of the classic installments in the GTA franchise, right? My current overall opinion is, yeah, it's good. It's a 2000s installment of the GTA franchise. It's, this series is so popular, it's like everybody knows what to expect from it, and it is absolutely meeting those expectations, and They are, like, generally positive expectations. When and where did you first hear of the game? I think I first heard of it around the time that everybody heard about it, because GTA San Andreas, as I guess some people listening to this might not know, is the one that had the infamous hot coffee mod, where you could install a patch that would allow you to uh, have virtual sex with your virtual girlfriend. Uh, Whereas in the non-patched game, I think it's, like... They just show a shot from outside the house and it sort of rattles a little bit and there are sex noises playing or something. And that caused a huge controversy back in the 2000s for understandable reasons. But, you know, part of the whole sex and violence in video games controversy that was a bigger deal back then than it is now. Who made the game? Rockstar North developed it and it was published by Rockstar Games. Uh, What do you like about the game? Either the first thing you think of or multiple things. So let me just scroll down in my notes here. First, what I like about it, uh, the soundtrack. Like, this soundtrack is full of a bunch of, like, sort of late 70s disco era through early 90s R&B, funk, hip-hop tracks. And there was a time for a couple of years from, like, 2008 through 12 where I listened to that kind of stuff almost exclusively. So I recognize a lot of the tracks. I still enjoy a lot of that type of music. So... That's definitely a good thing. The GTA, I mean, obviously the GTA games, they tend to have, like, really good soundtracks playing on the radio. The haircuts, yes, and, like, the character customization stuff in general. So when I got to the point in the game where I could customize my haircut, I start, like, going through the options to see what I can get. And what I got was a Cesar and Stash, I think it's called in the menu. And that gives off, like, a very strong Eddie Murphy slash LeVar Burton vibe, or at least, like, how I remember them in the 80s and 90s. And I think that's hilarious for a game about gangs in the inner city in fictionalized L.A. And my notes have here in caps, TAKE A LOOK, IT'S IN A BOOK, MOTHERFUCKER! Tyler, I'm sure you're listening. 
Uh, it's in a book, motherfucker. That is the subtitle of this episode, and we can play around with that title as, as necessary. Also, while we're talking about Eddie Murphy, if you haven't typed in Eddie Murphy boogie in your butt on YouTube, you should. You're welcome. And I wish it were on the GTA San Andreas tra uh, soundtrack, because that would just be like a perfect fit for what they're going for with this game. Oh, yeah. Um... And then I got to the later point in the game where you can customize your clothes. So I'm going through the options and stuff, and apparently you can wear joke glasses. So I took a screenshot of this where I'm wearing like a green bandana, I guess it is. Joke glasses, green combat jacket, gray pants. So ready to do a drive-by shooting. I'm also wearing joke glasses. I'm Groucho Marx gangster. More things that I liked. Like, some of those commercials are just absolutely perfect. Like, the Clucking Bell commercial just cracked me up. The environments are really fun. You know, uh, J.P. LeBreton, my internet buddy, has said that a lot of the appeal for him about Doom wasn't so much the shooting and the violence with the Hell Monsters, but the ability to just walk around and explore these, like, 3D environments that were sort of abstract, but... They weren't so abstract that they didn't have resemblance to real-world locations. And so that's definitely one thing I'm enjoying about the game so far, because I get to walk around these, like, virtual environments and inner city and stuff like that. So that... And it's definitely in that era of gaming where we've moved past abstract representations of real places, and we're doing... And we're starting to do the work of actually representing real-life locations. The non-player character lines, like the stuff that the NPCs say as you're walking down the sidewalk, um, this is one of those things where you're like, yep, this is a GTA game. Uh, one guy I walked past just said out of nowhere, I got crabs the size of baseballs. Really? Yes, we're in that world where somebody would say something like that just walking down the sidewalk. And certainly not crazier than the commercials. The stealth mechanics. I got to that mission, I don't know the name of it, but it's the one where you get together with Ryder and you go over to somebody's apartment or house on, like, this shoreline area or something, and you have to sneak in and steal, like, three crates full of weapons so that the Grove Street gang has better guns. And, I mean, it was simple. It wasn't, like, Metal Gear Solid or Thief or Deus Ex type stealth, but I had fun with that. And since I really like stealth games, that was... I, I, I was happy. I was happy. Yeah, what do you not like about the game? So, the camera controls can be a little bit clunky. And so can the shooting and um, car driving stuff. The camera doesn't seem to, like, stay locked on the back of the car the whole time, which I think was what happened in Vice City. Oh, I didn't say that before. We'll get to Vice City later, but... The camera doesn't stay locked on the back of the car very easily, and so it's like you have to go a certain ways in the direction you're going, and then eventually the camera turns around to where you're facing, which is not a whole lot of fun, and you don't have the same kind of free look that you get as you're walking around, where you can just sort of point the mouse at wherever it is you want to look. So that's not great. The combat is not particularly interesting so far. Like, there's that mission where we have to beat up a crack dealer, and I just spammed the left mouse button, and he's out cold. Okay, cool. It might be... It might get better since I got to uh, the mission called Sweets Girl, where one of your buddies is under attack by, I think, the Ballas, and you have to do some actual gunfighting with them, and so you have to, you know, hold down the right mouse button, aim at them, and shoot, and crouch to get better accuracy. 
so maybe it'll pick up later. Um, the camera controls during combat sequences, so like in cleaning up the hood, that mission where we beat up the crack, the crack dealer, I, we got to the crack den and I'm, you know, killing the guy with a bat, and I've got him in a corner, but I couldn't really see where I was hitting. And, and I'm like so concentrating on like just spamming the left mouse button that I don't think, well, wait, do I need to like turn it around and is that going to mess up the aiming? So maybe I'm just lazy and like I expect the game to magically know where I want to look. But um, yeah, back to what I like for a second. I do appreciate the kind of depth of the world that comes in these types of GTA games where you can like go into a gym and like start lifting weights and or there's like a boxer in the corner that you can learn combat moves from and like all the way down to you walk into your house and there's a game console and you can play a little mini game on it like all of those extra details which that do come with AAA scale games and all of the crap that can come with that but it's it's nice it's nice okay more dislikes uh like there's some real quirks in the environments here like one of the first things you learn when making Doom levels is that if you are going to change the texture on the floor, there has to be a change in the height of the floor to go with it. Else it's like you just have one texture on one side and another texture on the other, and it just seems sort of weird and unnatural and buggy. I think I saw near the pizza shop towards the beginning of the game a few places where it seems like they broke that rule, and that's kind of understandable, though. I'll give them that just because this is the kind of game where, I mean, in most video games in 3D, like every vertex and every face, every little bit of geometry that you add in, it's important to conserve it a lot. But definitely in this type of open world game, you do have to be extra careful about that. So I can kind of let them go, but it's not like I didn't notice. Um, oh, and then also in the pizza place, I remember like looking at the floor during that scene where Ryder sticks up the guy at the front desk, and on the floor there's these weird red pipes down there. Oh, wait a minute, those are straws. They're like one and a half times the length of his foot. It's just that scale seemed a little bit weird, but then again, I haven't been, I haven't spent much time in a fast food place, so maybe I need to, like, get my foot out and get a straw and, like, measure it relative to my foot, and like, oh, well, most straws actually are one and a half times the length of an average foot. And also, um, I went down to, I think it's called the 10 Green Bottles, like the bar just down the road from the starting area. And, of course, I go over to the bathroom to see if I can get to the toilet and flush it. I can't even go in the bathroom. Rockstar, it is not a proper video game if there are no toilets. And it's also not a proper video game if you can't flush them, okay? Get your stuff together. I, I'm, I'm sure in the later GTA games you can flush every toilet or whatever. But, you know, it's something I noticed. Do I have a history with this game? Any previous installments? So, I have played GTA Vice City. I think I've played San Andreas at this point more than I've played Vice City. But yeah, I, I kind of liked it so far. Part of it is on Vice City, I was playing it on the PlayStation 2. So I'm kind of stuck with 480p as my resolution. And, you know, things can get kind of blurry and hard to make out at times uh, at that resolution if you're on a large enough TV. But uh, with San Andreas here, I can just crank the resolution up to 1440p and no problem. Oh, 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 and while we're talking about history, um, yeah, so there was a period of my life from 2005 to 2016 where I basically did not play PC or console games. Um, I was a casual gamer. I would, like, play stuff on Newgrounds, but 
most of the popular video game franchises, the only time I ever heard about them or had a chance to play them was because like a roommate or a neighbor had a PS2 or 3 or Xbox 360 and I was around when they were playing it. I think I played a little bit of San Andreas back around like 2008 or 9 or something in college because there was like a guy in the so-called study lounge, which nobody studied in. Uh, and he had his PS3 and a projector hooked up to play San Andreas on this big projector screen. That was, like, the full extent of my exposure to this game. Uh, do I have a history with this game studio? I, I'm not totally sure what Evan's trying to get at here, but, like, no, I don't have any history with Rockstar North other than I played GTA Vice City. I think they made Vice City? I don't know. Anyway, uh, if you are reviewing an older title, and I am, what do I remember most about this game? I think I covered that already. Am I excited to be playing this game in a week, month, and or year? I do feel I haven't gotten the full GTA San Andreas experience with what I've played so far, so I'm I'm looking forward to playing it for a week. Uh, a month? Yeah, I, I don't know. I hope, <laughs> I hope I get used to the camera controls and the combat maybe picks up a little better. Like, I get either used to the jank or it gets better for some reason. For a year, I, I don't know if I'm going to be playing it for a year, but we'll see what happens. Do I like the game so far? Yeah. I like it. I wouldn't put it, like, up in my top 10 games of all time, but it's it's a GTA game. They're always at least okay, and yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, does the flying suck? I haven't gotten to any of the flying areas yet, so maybe, I don't know, maybe it'll suck, or maybe it'll be cool and I'll be like, oh my god, I love GTA! Would I recommend this game to a friend? Yeah, if I know they're into this sort of thing. Um, it's a good open world, do all sorts of crazy crime shit <laughs> game from the mid-2000s. That's, there's some quality in there. This last question is one that I added, and it's a question for you listeners. Are there any mods for this game that I should play it with? Uh, right now I'm just, you know, I've got the plain install of San Andreas that I've got off of Steam. So if there's any, like, mods or custom content for this sort of thing, should I be playing it with one of them? I'm I'm not I'm not gonna play it with the hot coffee mod. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> I don't think this is supposed to be an NSFW <laughs> podcast, but uh yeah, it, it it's not gonna happen. But if there's any other stuff that you want me to check out this game with, I'm definitely up for it. Um let me know on Twitter at Super Arjuna Butt. That's A-R-J-U-N-A. Uh I'm also under that handle on Instagram. This podcast is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network, which is at Probably Work on Twitter. Go follow us there. And I will see you when I record the week podcast on January 14th. See ya. I need a better sign off than that. I'll think of something for the week episode. How about that?